Welcome to the Soul Driven Podcast. I believe that when we invest in ourselves, the world benefits. If you are searching for meaning and purpose, if you are unsure about how to combine the spiritual with the everyday, if you are ready to uncover who you truly are, then you've come to the right place. The Soul Driven Podcast is dedicated to exploring the intersection of living a soulful and spiritual life in a driven and ambitious world. Join me for practical guidance, truthful discussions, and interviews with people who are successfully living a soul-driven life. My name is Anna Hendricks, and I'm your host. Thank you for being here. Hi, folks. Welcome back to another soul-driven podcast episode. (laughs) It's always good when you start off and you can't really speak. It's like, okay. This is going to be good. Um, First of all, thank you so much for spending your time with me. If you know anything about the love languages, well, guess what? I'm a quality time girl, so I legitimately mean it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So this week, we are diving back into another driven lesson, and I haven't been doing these for like a hot bit. I'll get into why in a moment, but if you're new to the podcast, the driven lessons are really focused on business-oriented topics. So I am half woo and half business. I love both equal as much, and so I love sharing these things with you. But before we dive into today's episode and topic, I just want to remind you, you pretty much only have one week to enter the giveaway to receive a free Akashic Record reading with me. So to enter, just head to iTunes, leave an honest review. And if you live outside of the U.S., make sure you take a screenshot and you can send that to souldrivenpodcast at gmail.com. The reason I ask for a screenshot is just because guess what? iTunes doesn't like to show us those. So not cool. Want to make sure that your entry counts. Okay. So, so, so three necessities for entrepreneurial success. So as I just mentioned a moment ago, I love business and I know that this podcast has a lot of spiritual and woo Because, I mean, it's such an integral part of who I am in my life and where it's shifting right now. But I want to be sure to share my business experience, my knowledge, the wisdom that I've learned within my business over the past 10 years and from my clients. I think one of the reasons that I kind of backed off of the driven lessons is just because my personal business has been and still is in such a state of transformation right now. And it really has been so since July when I made some some big moves. So if you want to go back to the first episodes, trying to think off the top of my head, the ones where I really just the introduction, I guess, is kind of probably the only ones where I talked about my business or what it is that I do per se. But I wanted to give you a brief overview of my history as an entrepreneur, kind of before we dive into today's 
subject so that you understand why I have the authority to talk about something as big as what you need to have in order to be successful. First of all, I grew up in businesses. I grew up in a family of entrepreneurs. My siblings this to this day have their own businesses. Um, my parents work for themselves. It's just who we are. It was always my destiny. <laughs> I love business. I'm, like I said, half woo, half business. And that is a big part of why Soul Driven is called Soul Driven. Anyway, so a little bit of background. I started doing freelance work back in 2010. I officially started my business in 2012. At that time, I was focusing on blogging and content creation, web design, and was starting to break into the social media marketing industry. It was very new back then. And so, I mean, I was having to talk people into social media. They thought it was a fad. They didn't think it was going to stay around. And so I was doing the blogging and the web design because I had those skills, but I was mainly just biding my time to break into social media marketing. It was a tough ride, but we're not going to get into the details today. So by 2013, I had actually hit max capacity in regards to how much business I could take on myself. It was a very confusing place to find myself because, you know, I, it was like I had run out of time during the day. I wasn't making the kind of money that I wanted to, and I wasn't happy. So one of the reasons that I went into business for myself was so that I could live anywhere in the world and do my work. So at the end of, towards the end of 2013, I decided to take my business on the road and I moved to Vietnam. Big story there. Again, we're not going to go into too many, too many details, but suffice it to say that time zones, yeah, they, they really, I underestimated how important and huge time zones affect everything. <laughs> I thought that if I was willing to get up at 2 a.m. to take calls, then everything would be okay with my clients, and that was not the case. I lost all of my clients but one over that year period and got extremely sick. And yes, it was it was a very challenging time. Um it was a very challenging time, but I spent, oh, and in the midst of that, I spent my last two grand on a business school program, which is the B school with Marie Forleo, who I will always be very thankful to. Not only did enrolling in that program give me something to do every day and to stay focused on, um, it gave me hope really, but it really sent me off on a creative spiel. It was incredible. And I moved back to the U.S. because unfortunately I was very sick at the end of 2014, about a year later, and relaunched with a full team of social media marketing specialists. We were a five-figure business within six months, and 
nearly hit six figures within the first year. It was fantastic. We were rocking it out. By 2016, I realized that my marketing agency, marketing in general, social media marketing just didn't align with who I was anymore. I had originally started, you know, my business wanting to work with small businesses because that's what I grew up in. But I learned very quickly that when a small business isn't doing well, the first thing that they cut is the marketing. (laughs) So that led me to working with bigger and bigger and bigger businesses. And bigger and bigger businesses don't care about the relationships that you're building online. They don't care about storytelling. They care about the bottom line numbers. And while we all need to make money and there's zero shame in that, it really sucked the soul out of marketing for me. Funny enough, within that same year in 2016, I I, I was just (laughs) given an amazing idea for a retail business that I launched. It was a made-to-measure swimwear company. And our motto was redesigning the way women experienced swimwear. It was all about female empowerment. It was all about celebrating the beauty of a woman's body. And our product was incredible. But unfortunately, in late 2018, I had to shut that business down because we couldn't make the business model work. That business was ahead of its time. We didn't have the technology to really be able to scale to what we needed to. And quite frankly, I made a lot of bad choices. (laughs) I'm going to do a podcast all about that. Um, But uh, so I decided to step back into my agency full time. I had never shut down my marketing agency throughout But we had stopped bringing on new clients and just continued working with our current clients. So in early 2019, I decided to shift my agency into something that would be more fulfilling. I no longer wanted to work with, you know, large businesses and like well-known brands. My team was dispersed and I really narrowed it down to only the necessary folks that, that I needed to have at my side. And we shifted from working with businesses and uh, corporations to working with individuals. There's something about being able to work with someone one-on-one that is so gratifying. You really get to see this evolution. You really get to see someone you know, bring their business idea to life. And that is immensely more gratifying than being like, look how many things we sold. (laughs) It's just night and day. Again, there's no shame in making money. And even the individual brands, I mean, like, let me tell you, there's a focus on making money. But you know what I'm saying? There's just such a big difference in regards to how that makes you feel So primarily in 2019, I shifted it into just working on branding and web development and marketing strategies. But by mid-2020 of this year, July specifically, I decided to leave social media marketing for good, which was a huge cut to the monthly income, huge cut. But it was time to go. 
because it was time to shift into something else. And I was, once again in my career, willing to accept less to be happy because I I know that when you do what you love and when you do what lights you up and brings you joy, the money will follow. It's not something you have to worry about. So we've been primarily focusing again on branding, but branding with a major focus on finding the soul of someone's business or refinding and building them a foundation through websites and initial marketing strategies. Right now, I am currently in the midst of just kind of redesigning the way I am doing my business and incorporating what I love. I am working with a lot of individuals one-on-one, consulting and even coaching, and I love that. And there's a couple of new things that I've begun working into my business. A lot of, I've, I've always used my intuitive gifts within my business, but I am really amping that up. So I don't know what that's fully going to look like just yet. And that's okay. That is probably why you don't see me introducing myself with a title yet, because I'm still in the midst of transformation. So with all of those years of experience, and of course, growing up in a family of entrepreneurs, I have really come to see a lot of common traits and features, whatever it is that you want to call, that are necessary for success within any business venture, whether it's a person or, you know, a full team, whether it's a product or a service, it doesn't matter. And I have worked with businesses and people all over the world, all over the world. And these are, well, I'm going to share with you the three things that are necessities for finding success. So let's dive in, right? Number one, consistency. This is the most crucial piece of any business period, always, forever. It is the showing up consistently when nobody's paying you any attention. It is the sending out emails continuously when no one responds and no, like very few people are actually opening it. It is the showing up day after day after day and realizing that that is just part of what you have to do. Um, I was actually just talking about my podcast last night with some friends that we had met with for dinner. We had such a wonderful time and I can't even remember how we got on the subject and I was sharing with them about the importance of consistency. And I just said, you know, I can't even tell you, I have shared about my podcast on my personal Facebook page since March, basically every week. and. A very few handful of times has anyone ever even commented on it. Maybe I'll get like one or two likes, but that's it. And guess what? That's just part of it. That was March. This is October. And I mean, first of all, like there's a lot of shit that has happened this year, right? So (laughs) funny thing about being a business owner or business owners in general, um, you, you think that if you put something out of the world that everyone's actually going to be paying attention to you. And that's just not the case. 
It's just not the case. It takes a long, long time to not only get the attention, but for people to take it seriously. And, and it's, it's just part of it. Um, without consistency, you don't have number two, which we're going to get into in a minute, but it's just so important to be consistent. And I can tell you, especially within my marketing clients from the very beginning, consistency was what I preached. You know, whether you're posting something on social media, whether you're sending something out to clients, whether you're creating a blog, figure out what kind of schedule you can have, figure out what you can commit to and do it. It doesn't matter if you're writing a blog once a month. It doesn't matter if you're posting something on social media once a week. It doesn't matter. Just be consistent. Consistency is huge. And when the time comes that you can make another commitment and increase that frequency, awesome. Then you can do that. But in the meantime, you know, stay low. I can tell you that like... (laughs) even now, but especially in the beginning. I mean, I was wanting to put up podcasts like left and right because I have so many things to share with you, so many things that I want to talk about. There's so many people I have to interview. I mean, my interview list is long. Um, But the bottom line is, is that even producing one, it takes a long time. It takes a lot longer than I imagined it would. And what I know is most important is that I stay consistent and that I keep showing up week after week. And I keep sharing, you know, about my podcast because eventually someone will listen. Eventually someone will take notice on my Facebook page. And great. I don't do it for them. I do it for myself. This is something that I chose to do, something that I chose to commit to because I knew that it was something that was meant for me to do. So I do it for myself. And I have to tell you that there have been times along the way, and we're just using the podcast as an example right now, where I've gotten frustrated or I've gotten, you know, like down because maybe I look at the numbers and I'm like, man, I'm not where I want to be. I mean, I'm a marketer. (laughs) So numbers matter. The data matters. But guess what? I can't focus on that. I can't. I'm playing the long game and you can't win the long game without consistency. That is just how it is. Regardless of what it is you're doing, if you have a shop and you open up every day, you need to be consistent with your hours. If you are putting content out, you need to be consistent with how often you're doing that. If you are offering services, you need to be consistent about how you're offering them. Another great example of consistency is my stepfather's restaurant. He is a internationally like trained French chef and his number one value in his restaurant is consistency. And I can tell you his restaurant has been open for, I'm going to get this wrong. And I would say uh, 10, 15 years easily. It might even be more than that. I am not the best with time. (laughs) Um, But, you know, like the size of his building hasn't changed. They haven't brought in more chairs. They haven't changed like anything physical about that business. Yet year after year, they make more money. Why? Because the food is consistently good. Their service is consistently good. They are open on a consistent basis. They don't close early if it's slow. 
they stay there. Why? Because even if they get that one person who drives up, they know that they're open, right? Because they're consistent. If you're not consistent, forget about it. It's not going to work. So diving into number two, as I mentioned, if you don't have consistency or without consistency, you can't create momentum. And momentum is number two. It is the second most important thing for business success. Momentum is really kind of a funny thing. And I would say that without, without really being a marketer and, and, and seeing what it is that momentum is within those confines, I'm not sure that I would fully understand its importance, but it is huge, huge, huge. Because momentum essentially equates to action and action is everything. We can talk all day long about what it is that we want to do, but until, but until we start taking action on it, until we start making movements towards it, whether it's something like actually making a physical action or starting to research it, those things start building up momentum. And it's better to like make a lot of bad decisions or bad actions versus doing nothing and just hanging out. Getting lost in the perfection of your decisions or your actions within your business will be the death of it. Death of it. Even the bad decisions get you further than no decision or the neutral decisions because they teach you something, right? I can't tell you how many bad decisions I've made in my businesses over the years. Like, I, I can't even tell you. Um, I know that within my retail business in and of itself, when I create that podcast and outline those things that I wish I had done differently, and it's not even that I wish I had done them differently. It's just that um, it's great wisdom, the lessons that I learned in that business. I don't consider that a failure at all. It was exactly what I was supposed to do at the time. And it was amazing because it introduced me to what it was to find purpose within my work, which was so needed and necessary at the time. And I walked away with amazing wisdom from it. So regardless of, you know, what kind of poor decisions you might make, and, and when I say poor, I'm like hand quotations, like maybe in the world's eye of poor or bad decisions, you're going to learn something. And again, you'll keep that momentum going. You'll be able to iterate and start over or iterate and change, whatever the case may be. In marketing especially, momentum was like the most valuable thing that you could create. And now that I've come to understand energy and to work with energy, I get it. Like creates like. So putting energy out will bring energy back in. So when you are showing up consistently with those posts, even if it's maybe at a frequency that you're not really excited about, you know, you're like, man, I can only, I can only do this like twice a week. Can I post on Facebook or Twitter, whatever the case may be? Guess what? With time, that momentum starts building up and building up and building up. And eventually there's a crescendo. Mark Schaefer, I enter, like I interviewed him on this podcast much earlier this year. He is a 
well, well, well-known, well-respected marketer, one of the best in the industry, hands down, just incredible human being as well. But he talks about his blog that he started. And I think he started his blog and I think like was within like three to five years. Again, I get lost with numbers. <laughs> um, within three to five years, he published a book about blogging. Well, let me start. So when he started blogging, he knew nothing about it, like literally nothing, but he chose to post consistently and he would watch the progress of readers over his, like the growth of his blog. And he said it was like incremental, like every month, it was just like, you know, like one or two steps up, no matter what happened in the midst of the time from when he started to the time when he ended up selling a book about how to have a blog. It was like a national bestseller. It was huge. Won him tons of awards and acclaims and all of that. That's that build was steady. It, it, it you know, and, and he had actually lots of things happen in between, you know, the, the book and the start or the start in the book. But at no time did his blog really like have these huge exponential growths. It was consistent. And why? Because he was building momentum and he was building momentum by showing up consistently. We underestimate what consistency can do for momentum and how important momentum is, but it's huge. I mean, you think about like fitness gurus out there, right? They talk about just keep showing up, just keep working out and just keep putting in the work. And then guess what? Six months, a year down the road, two years down the road, you're going to be blown away. We might think something isn't huge because it's not massive, but it's still creating momentum. Even now in today's world, um, James Clear, he is very well known for his book on habits and creating habits. And his thing is about like incremental growth. And I mean, we're talking like baby steps every day. But those baby steps, they add up. And that's all because of momentum. I had to take a breath there. <laughs> I get all amped up. I get like in my vibe and I'm like going and I'm going. Um, I will tell you this about momentum though. The negative side of mo momentum, and it's not even a negative side, but it's certainly something that you want to be aware of. When you let your foot off the pedal, you're going to have to start over. And I don't mean start over completely. Like if you start easing off the pedal, understand that once you start pushing the pedal back down, you know how it is on like automatics where there's like this little kind of like, eh, you know, that where it goes back into gear, it kind of like pulls a little bit. That's how it is in real life. So if you ease off the pedal a little bit, understand that when you kind of come back to it, you're going to have to put in work again. It's going to have to, it's going to take a little while for you to get back to the momentum where you're at. And that's a really crucial thing to know about momentum. In addition, if you stop, like if you just kind of randomly stop and if you stop for like a while and, and it, that totally depends upon what you're doing, but like for instance, social media, when you start building up momentum, within a social media strategy and you're executing and content is going out on a consistent basis. And then like, let's say you pull back and you pull back for a month, you're going to pretty much have to start all over again. I can guarantee you that. 
It's going to take time. You're going to have to walk back up that hill again. You're going to have to reclimb it because momentum is all about the consistent climb and even letting off the, the gas pedal for a little bit. It makes it makes a difference. Um, and I think that, you know, that is really something that as a business owner or like this is a decision you have to make. When I took a break back in September, I think it was September. <laughs> this year like runs together for me. Um, that that was a decision that wasn't mine. You know, I was guided to make that decision. And what was so cool about that decision is that I was very sure that even though I was taking a break, my momentum would continue. And not only that, I felt strongly that it would actually elevate because I was following through on the message, on the wisdom that I needed to take a break. And that's exactly what happened. When I came back to the podcast, the numbers had actually increased. Things were actually doing a little bit better than they were before. And that made me happy, you know? So it's not like this is a black and white thing, but it's something you need to be aware of. And I think mostly because of mindset, right? Because if you're doing really well on something and, you know, like you're, again, I'll just use my podcast as an example. I was chugging away, okay? In August, like I was chugging away. I felt like I had really found my, you know, starting to get in my groove. I was starting to like feel more comfortable with it. I was starting to, all of those things. And then it was like, you need to take a break for the rest of this month. And I was like, what? Seriously? I expected that to just be a completely different ball game than it actually turned out to be. Um, and I can tell you that if that hadn't been divinely guided, there's no way that I would have done that. Just none. Because I was, I was starting to get into my pace and I am not making sense right now. I feel like, <laughs> or actually I should say I got off track a little bit. What I want to say, and I'm just going to back up here is that momentum. If you are pulling back off the break, you just need to get the mindset of, okay, guess what? When I come back to this, I might have to put in extra work and, or I might have to be okay with, you know, smaller numbers or less interest or whatever the case may be. And with my podcast, you know, I knew that like, maybe there was a chance that that could happen, but mentally I was prepared for that because I needed the break and I didn't realize I needed the break. So for you, if that's a decision that you're making, right? If you're like, I'm taking a week off or two weeks or whatever the case may be of somewhere where you are building momentum, just understand and get mentally prepared for having to come in and potentially like have like restart that momentum. Okay. Number three here, quality, 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 quality. If your product or service isn't high quality, if you aren't high quality, <laughs> It doesn't matter what you do, doesn't matter how much money you throw at it, doesn't matter how much time you throw at it, it won't work out in the long run, period. There's something really huge that I've come to see among business owners and entrepreneurs. And I mean, like I have been around, I've been around them my entire life. A business, a business's health is representative, 
of the owner or the founder's health. You have to take care of yourself. That comes through your business. It's huge. But quality, quality begins with you. It begins on the inside. What's really interesting about 2020 is that it has beckoned in this whole new era where it has kind of taken the blindfold off of a lot of people. People can see through us now. They can see right through our shortcuts. They can see if we're trying to underhand things. They can see if we're trying to get away with stuff. They can see if we're trying to squeak by. They can see it. So don't go there. Go with quality, always. And sometimes these things happen like without us even realizing we're doing it, right? Because probably if you're listening to this podcast, then you're not someone who's like trying to necessarily get one by on purpose, you know, to other people or anything like that. But for instance, even within my own, my own self with this podcast, this is still like a continual lesson for me. Because sometimes I don't plan correctly. It's a lack of planning. And it pushes me into like recording episodes that aren't as inspired. And I feel rushed. And guess what? The downloads, the numbers, it shows that. It shows that. Because it all comes back to energy. Everything is energy. What we put in comes back. I'm sure you've heard that before. And it's a legitimate thing. It's how life works. And it's the same thing with quality. When we create quality, we win. We need to create it in every opportunity that we can within our business, within ourselves. And then that radiates throughout our business, right? Excellent customer service, excellent creating an excellent product or service, you know, quality support, like spending time making something that's high quality, making it valuable, uh, making it impactful, And when you are focused on ensuring that whatever it is that you are doing really is impactful for your people, I mean, wow, you have a recipe for success. But when we try and cut corners, when we try and be anything less than our best, it comes through. And again, it does not freaking matter. I mean, I have seen, (laughs) I have seen brands you know, different prospects that have wanted to hire my agency. I have seen so many over the years that have come to me and they wanted to hire me, uh, hire my agency to take over whatever part of their marketing, whatever was going on. And me just looking through their stuff and looking through their product or having them send me samples of their product and being like, (laughs) this is not great. And uh, no, I can't market this because I can market all day long. And it doesn't matter how great the marketing is. It doesn't matter how much money they have to throw at it. If their product or service isn't high quality, it's just not going to work. All right. So we're going to stop right there and just kind of keep this short and simple. If there are things that you would like for me to talk about regarding business, whether it's business development or strategy, marketing, branding, let me know. Definitely hit me up on social media, send me an email, whatever the case may be. I've got a ton of ideas. I am very excited to just start jumping back into this, even though I don't have my like business title worked out because I'm still in transformation. That doesn't negate all of the experience and wisdom that I have to share with you. So let me know. 
I'm very good at what I do and I enjoy it. All right, folks. So that wraps up today's episode. If you have any feedback, make sure to contact me online. And if you were inspired by this episode, please share it and review it on iTunes. Don't forget, you've only got a week left to do so for the giveaway. Make sure that you are on the email list. Awesome things are coming. Big news, big news. And don't forget, when we invest in ourselves, the world benefits. Until next week.